Welcome to Amplified. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. All right, Dr. Smiley here in Washington, D.C., in a beautiful September day, heading towards fall. How are you, Dr. Andrea? I am doing wonderful. I'm calling for calling in from Vegas today. Very good. So what are you doing out there? Well, we just filmed a four-day webinar for Rock Your Event events with Tony Natoli, uh, who will be um, doing the Dose of Hope book. Uh, I took his picture yesterday. And also with AJ Poyden, so that's been super exciting. And I also got to meet some of his uh, AJ's uh, warrior buddies. Uh, one of the gentlemen has connections in 74 countries. I got his keep smiling picture. Super excited about that. And uh, the day before that, I was in Seattle at an event called All Wheels Up and met with a lot of decision makers from all the airlines. So uh, very exciting information that I'll be uh, sharing with you so that uh, you get to see all the people I was able to photograph there as I get their information. So, and then well, this sometimes week, uh, I'm having an ant event. <laughs> well, sometimes I like to have these shows just to find out what's going on because I'm eager to see these pictures of all these smilers. Yeah, they're great. And then this weekend we'll be doing an ant for change. So we'll have some more people here from Vegas, just a nice fun networking group. So Oh, yeah, cool. I'm excited. We, so we got lots of new faces and some really cool p- key people. So it'll be a nice addition to the whole Keep Smiling movement. Okay. <laughs> Would you like me to do the sponsors next? Sure. Okay. So thanks to our sponsors, the Umbrella Syndicate, the Red Carpet Connection, Ample Affluent, Perfect Publishing, my or excuse me, MyMakeupLady.com, MenFashion.com, and Voice America Influencers Channel. And we ask you to love on www.thekeepsmilingmovement.org, where we save lives with smiles by creating a dose of hope to be resilient no matter the challenge. That is awesome. I'm glad to hear that. And with all the people supporting the Keep Smiling Movement, sometimes it's overwhelming. 7.7 billion people in the world, and the percentages keep growing. They do. I guess that's it. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I was just letting you lead, <laughs> so I didn't know where you would like to go next. Are you ready well, for Dr. Fab to come in, or have you been doing – do you have some other cool things going on you wanted to share? I will share them with Dr. Fab. Okay, great. All right, well, let me introduce him then. Uh, let me pull him on camera as well. Uh, Dr. Fab Mancini is her, who we are – uh, have here with us today. Let me ask him to join us. So Dr. Fab Mancini, Ken met him at Craig Deswalt's Rock Your Event, and he is America's number one health and lifestyle media expert. He's a mentor to CEOs, Hay House's international best-selling author of The Power of Self-Healing, and host of the TV series Thriving in the New Normal. He has a popular radio show, Self-Healing with Dr. Fab, and podcast, The Fab Life. He's also the best-selling author of The Chicken Soup for the Chiropractic Soul. He's an internationally acclaimed educator, consultant, business leader, 
speaker, world-renowned chiropractor, and president emeritus of Parker University, and he's been featured on Dr. Phil, The Doctors, Fox News, CNN, CBS, ABC, NBC, Univision, Telemundo, and others. He's been interviewed in documentaries and received honors like Heroes for Humanity, Humanitarian of the Year, CEO of the Year, and an induction into the Wellness Revolutionary Hall of Fame. He's also a graduate from Harvard University, and most recently, the president of Mexico named the library at UNEVE at the Mexico's new leading university after uh, Dr. Fab Mancini. So uh, I'm so excited to have you here and so glad that Ken met you, Dr. Fab Mancini. Well, thank you so much. What an honor to be with both of you. And thanks for the opportunity to have this conversation. Well, Dr. Fab, um, I hope you receive this genuinely because what I'm about to share is I've done like maybe four or 500 shows. And this is one of those moments where I pinch myself and I say, I'm armed with a man that makes a difference in the world. I'm armed with a man that everyone loves. I'm armed with a man that some think is the most positive and genuine, authentic leader in the world. So I just want to say, thank you. Thank you so much. I feel the same way about you. And uh, what I like to answer when somebody compliments me that genuinely is that I'm only a reflection of you. And I hope you realize that. Well, thank you. You know, I, I normally share what I'm doing in the world and what my son is doing in the world, but you can actually check any of my shows. It doesn't matter. You can check any of them. I've never done this before. I held back the curtain of what I was proud about because I want to share it with my friend, Dr. Fab. Yeah. So, my son was at an event this uh, Saturday, and it was for young entrepreneurs, and it was in Loudoun County. And if you Google Loudoun County, it's doing rather well. It's potentially the number one county in the world, I mean, in the United States for abundance. And the show was closed, and when they saw what Kenny was doing in the world, they actually snuck him into the show, and he got to be at this event in uh, Loudoun County where he showed up his eight books. And I was so proud of him. He was signing books, and I've never heard my son say these two phrases twice, not even once. Daddy restocked the shelves. <laughs> so I'm, I'm really proud of my son. He's number two right now in his, in his unit selling popcorn. And I know that, you know, maybe the mafia is behind it selling this popcorn. They're making more money than the Boy Scouts. I don't know, but the popcorn is so ridiculously expensive, but he's number two. And I'm teaching him that when you put yourself out there and you you try to make a difference in the world, the world will embrace you if you're doing authentically. And so that's why I'm so excited to share with you because that's who you are to me. Yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, I've always told my children, I have two boys, as you know, uh, 25 and 22. And I say that the most important thing that they can do right now is to identify what value can they contribute to the world, to others, uh, because that value will actually create their significance. And that's what builds self-esteem. That's what builds somebody's ability, especially the youth today, where so many of them have become victimized. So they don't think that they can truly make great contributions. Suicide rate is at the highest of all times in teenagers, uh, depression, anxiety. And the only way to cure that is you got to have a purpose. You got to have a sense of uh, understanding what it is that you're here for. And no one can give them that as much as I would love to give it to them as a father. Uh, or the mother, uh, you can't. You have to allow them to uh, identif identify or at least understand 
what it is that they're here to do, what it is that they're here to be, and of course, what it is that they're here to have, you know? Yes. And let's give a little shout out to Craig, uh, Craig Duswald, because without him, I don't know you. And without him, I don't know to see you in the hallway where your smile is just gleaming. And, you know, it's interesting, but three things happened in my life and your book is not one of them. Your book, it may have been sent to me, but I didn't have time to read it. So I'm going to tell you the three things happened to me that makes it so appropriate to have you on the show. Number one, the value of a smile. And my cat is, my new kitten is breaking the plant behind me. <laughs> um, the, the value of a smile, you share it in a story with your brother. We're going to do that in a second. Number two, is how you bring hope to the world. And you're in this gorgeous book, Dose of Hope. And what I want to say to people is there are people that are busy in the world. There are people that are busy in the world. And there are people that know what busy means. And I would challenge that no one is busier than Dr. Fab. And Dr. Fab, when I invited you to do Dose of Hope, I believe you turned in your chapter in like three or four days. I mean, it was, it was insane how quick you did it. And your time is 50,000 an hour. It might be way more than that. I mean, I'm not trying to put a value in your time. What I'm saying is it's, it's, it's very valuable. I'll just put it that way. Yeah. And you said, because of a smile, this was important to bring hope to the world. And you actually submitted a chapter. And I just want to acknowledge you that there are people that are lost in this word busy and they're lost in this word of what's important, what's a priority. And they actually clash each other because if you learn what your priorities are, you're not busy anymore. So the third thing is, I have this book connected that I gave to myself as a birthday gift and it just came out. And this is, this is where is, oh, there we are, right? There we are. Do you remember that? I love it. That was our second meeting. And I said, I have to give this shot because you're so important to me. And I probably have met tens of thousands of people, but there's only about a hundred people in this book. And it's the people that shifted who I am, how I behave, how I focus and how I drive what I want to do in life to show my son what is possible, just like you're doing it for your sons. So, so that's it about me. I just want to say that that's, that's the premise of why it's so important you're in the show for me. Thank you. Thank so, you so let's much. talk about it. Let's talk about smile. In two seconds, you said, I give you the gift of my friendship because you know the value of a smile. So why is that so important to you? Uh, I believe that smile is the universal language. Uh, when you recognize that most people are looking for validation, acknowledgement, uh, a simple smile can actually be the conduit, the vehicle that all you need. Many times people think it's money or the people that I know, or did I come from the right family or do I have the right environment around me? But honestly, what I found is that my, the smile is this mo the most significant and powerful gesture that you can show somebody and that allows that person to then feel comfortable with you enough to engage with you. And that's truly why I believe your life work is so powerful. And when you even shared it with me for the first time, you saw how excited I got uh, because I, I get a lot of compliments for my smile, but it's something that is from within. My mom says I've been smiling like that since I was a little boy. Uh, but I, I just feel like you are really allowing people to recognize the one thing that most of us are never taught, and that is that we already have within us the one thing that can make a huge difference in our lives, and all we have to do is smile more to get it. And that King Cole sings a beautiful song about smile. 
and <laughs> and 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 Michael Bublé redid that song, and it, it it when I hear that I think of you actually, and your brother. I think your brother Henry Mancini should have made this song with you. <laughs> why did he have to do the Pink Panther, right? Why? why well, I just think made- it's. No, but you know what? It could have been the Pink Panther as an instrumental and smile above it. <laughs> the Pink Panther smiles a lot, though, I got to say. <laughs> he does. He does. So the other thing I want to let my audience know before we go with full throttle on this interview yeah. is that it's not just that your time's valuable, and it's not just that you give your time so freely to people that you think will embrace the fact that what you're teaching will be replicated. Yeah. It's that you never sell anything. You actually just give and give and give. And I want to say to the audience, I have been with Dr. Mancini three occasions. Think about the value of his time where he just talked to me and he just shared with me and he just gave me friendship. And I was waiting, honestly, after the first call and after the second call, I was waiting too. Is there like a $60,000 or a $30,000 question or something? And there never was. And guess what? When I went to the second event, I had to, I had to get buy all your products. And the reason I'm actually telling the audience is this, is you actually never sold me those products. Someone there just showed me the products and I bought them. There was no discount. And I just bought them because I want to know who is this Mancini man that brings smiles to the world, energy to the world, and actually cares about health and wellness. So I bought your products and I didn't want to have you on my show until I had had your products for a month. And every single one of your products authentically, genuinely makes me feel better. It makes me it makes me feel rejuvenated. It makes me sleep better. I just, I just want to thank you. And, and I'm not hungry as much when I drink the powder with the uh, yeah. water. In fact, you do not want to drink that near bedtime. I mean, that's not a good idea because it gives you too much energy. But your products are really friggin' phenomenal. I love them. Yeah. You know, I had to create that out of necessity because during the pandemic, a lot of people were having a hard time finding high-quality ingredients uh, that would help, uh, help them uh, release some of the, the challenges that they were facing, like fatigueness, lack of sleep, overweightness, mm-hmm. uh, immune support that is weak, uh, digestive problems, brain function, fogginess, and all of that. But let's go back to the one thing you said about selling. So my mentor, one of my early mentors taught me a lesson that said that most people don't feel comfortable selling. There's a very small percentage that had transcended at understanding the value of selling. As children, we sell all the time. We just don't know. We don't call it selling, but we're persistent about sharing what is important to us so that it can be important to other people. Uh, We get creative, right? When the parent says no, a hundred times you keep being persistent. A big part of a sale is continuing to ask until the person says yes. But what he taught me was very simple. He says, I want you to think of selling not as selling, but as sharing. And that selling versus sharing concept really changed my life because I began to really share value. And when you share value, automatically allows people to engage with you. So in my events that I have for many years, almost 13 years, 10,000 people, I, I had all the best speakers in the world, you know, uh, Les Brown and, uh, uh, Jack Canfield, I mean, you name it. I mean, everybody that was anybody has been on my stay hard record. And the one thing that I saw is that the ones that mentioned the least that you have to buy this or I want you to buy that, uh, 
were the ones that were selling the most in the expo area. And I would see that. And I recognized very quickly that people sometimes feel like everybody out there is trying to sell them on something. But how many people are truly trying to bring value into your life? So to me, I do not want to judge whether someone is ready to engage with me or not. That doesn't matter to me. That's a given. What I'm interested in is that is there something that I can say? Is there something that I can do for you in this moment? Not yesterday, not tomorrow, but in this moment that can actually make your life a little bit better in some way. And I focus on that in every relationship, in any experience. And, uh, and I believe that that's the reason that I've been able to achieve abundance is because I understand that principle better than most. So I, I want to I throw something out there and you tell me what you think of this. So if you have more money than you know what to do with, let's say you're a billionaire, maybe bigger, do you need to tell anyone you're a billionaire? The answer is no, because you have everything you need. You don't need to prove anything. And so I think that to your point about those speakers is that the ones that said so little, it's because they have so much. Yeah. And because they have so much, they're not trying to sell. They're just trying to help. The ones who have so little, they have an agenda. And that agenda is to create abundance because they have scarcity and they're selling in scarcity. So they don't actually, it pushes away instead of pulls in. I would agree. And I, and I think that also is a matter of self-worth, right? I understand mm -hmm. my value. So I teach my children that your self-worth is something that you cannot allow anyone else to dictate, to define, because otherwise you'll be very disappointed. Most people will never value you as what you value yourself. So you got to work really hard on understanding what is that value that I bring to other the value as a, as a boyfriend or a girlfriend, the value as a husband or a wife, the value of a friend, the value of a business partner, the value of an affiliate you know, relationship, the value of a community leader, whatever that value is, you have to define what it is so that way you can communicate it effectively to others. So since they were little, I kept saying to asking them the question, what is the value you're bringing in this? What is the value you're bringing in this? Because if they learn what that is, then I knew that they would always attract abundance in their life. And they have. Amen. So you shared a, a very vulnerable story with me. I'm hoping it's not putting you on the spot today, but it's when there was some problems with someone breaking in. Would you share that story? Uh, you're talking about my story of the robbery? Or? Yes. Well, you know, it's interesting. In my life, uh, I have one defining moment, and, and, and this is a good question to ask ourselves. What are you defining moments? And uh, for me, when I was 16 years old, I went back to South America after being th gone for three years. We moved, my four brothers and I, to the United States because my parents wanted to move here. My dad was struggling with alcoholism, uh, and my mom wanted him to change the environment. Uh, they thought that we would have more opportunity in the United States. So for Christmas, we asked to go to Colombia. So one of my brothers, Aldo, two years older than me, and I decided to go down there. So my aunt was receiving us because she had just built this beautiful house. And, uh, and then when we got there, she had created this great party where she had invited all of our friends, our cousins, our aunts, our uncles, our grandparents. And we were in heaven. I mean, it was the best night of our life. And then we went to bed. My uncle had gone out of town that evening. 
my brother sleeping in the room next to me. I'm sleeping in another room and she's sleeping with her two young uh, kids, which were my cousins at the time. And about 10 burglars uh, come in around two o'clock, two, 2.30 at night. And I get awoken by the back of a gun asking me, where's the safe? And I didn't know what, what it was. So I tried to yell. So they took my socks off and put them in my mouth. And then I tried to run and they tied me up in my hands and my feet. And then both of them together, which was uncomfortable. They kept hitting me. Then they went to my brother's room next door and they hit him in the head so hard that they made him bleed. So they brought me the blood and said, we killed your brother. You better tell us or we're going to kill everybody in this house. And then the neighbor heard the commotion, called the cops. And then the cops come in. They fled. They took us on an ambulance to the hospital. And I'm sitting there in the hospital. My brother, thank God, was alive, but he had to have 27 stitches on his head. I'm all bruised in my arms and my legs, but I'm okay in my head. And I asked myself the question, this could have been the last day of my life. This could, at 16 years old, this could have been it. Have I really lived? Have I really done anything that I could feel like, you know, this is why I'm here. And from that moment, I made a decision to live my life like if I only had 24 hours. And I have lived that through this morning. In fact, I was uh, speaking with Eckhart Toller. He bought a book, uh, wrote a book called The Power of Now. Uh, and we were giving a lecture in LA together. And he, I was telling him my story because he was asking me, how do you live in the present so much? And I told him this story, but it's been something that I've been consciously doing every day. I go to bed every night, grateful, not expecting to wake up. And I wake up every morning. Can I wake up so excited? because I get another day to contribute. And because of that, two weeks after that experience, I had a dream that I was gonna be a doctor. I think before we get our vision, our passion and our vision and our purpose revealed, because it's a process of revealing, you have to ask the right questions to get the right answers. Because I have put myself in such a level of urgency, it got revealed to me sooner than most people. Very small percentage in the world actually understand why they're here. Most people just go day by day. They go to school, not because of what they want, not because of the dreams they have when they were little. They go to school because somebody tells them you can make good money becoming an attorney or a doctor or an engineer or whatever the case may be. And in reality, what I realize is that unless you do something you love that you're passionate about, you never fulfill your potential. So that's what we did. My potential revealing itself in a dream for me that I was going to be a doctor and I was going to be serving millions of people. And all of a sudden that became my path. So I started going to school harder. I started making all A's. I played sports too. Uh, I started getting involved in uh, community service because most top level universities look at all of that before they can accept you. And I actually got accepted at some of the top universities. And, uh, and that began my, my path towards who I am today. So we're going to just take a minute or two to go into that path of college. But isn't it interesting that those 10 burglars, those 10 misfits, caused you to have that epiphany? I mean, your defining moment is attached to that. Just like my defining moment of having a dose of hope was an eviction notice for my studio. And I hear you and I say, Okay, I get why gratitude is such a big part of his life because 
when you have everything about to be taken away from you or someone that you love more than anything taken away from you, you start actually understanding how valuable everything is. Yeah. And I think that so, where a lot of people fall short is that they focus a lot on having. Hmm. And people that were raised with money will tell you that money is not the answer to most problems. Money cannot necessarily buy you health if you don't take care of your body. Money is not going to save a relationship if you haven't done your due diligence to be there, to be present, to contribute to that other person. Money will never get your son or your daughter to stop resenting you for being absent while you were building your business. No matter how much money you throw at them, that's never going to solve the problem. So I was very fortunate to recognize early on that what really brings significance and value to me is every single day, no matter what I have, I never look at that. I never even think about how much money am I going to make from this or make from that. I only look at what level of impact can I have on this person's life or this community or this industry or this state or this world, because that's what drives me every single day. And that's where I think a lot of people fall short in expanding their potential that way and then getting comfortable with just having that nice car, that nice house, you know, that Rolex or that those pair of Jimmy Choo shoes or that purse that I don't even know the name, but it costs, you know, I think it's Erms that costs $37,000. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's just not necessary because at the end of the day, all that we have is our feeling towards ourselves. That's where everything stems. And, you, and that feeling, no one can give to you. You know, you don't want to base your feelings today about yourself based upon whether your husband or wife tells you how great you are, right? Oh, honey, you haven't told me how beautiful I look lately. Well, you tell yourself how beautiful you look lately. Don't expect somebody else to do it. Otherwise, you're going to be disappointed. It's like Louis Hay used to tell me, I had to get up in the mirror and look at the mirror and say, I love you, Luis, because that may be the only time that day that I heard those words or that week or that month. So you do it for yourself. And that's what makes all the difference in your life. So we're going to go back, come back from break in about a minute. But I want to say something to you to think about, because we're going to come back to this question. There's living and there's purpose and there's impact. Don't answer this question, Dr. Mancini. What's bigger than impact? Because I'm going to show you something. The evolution of my company, Perfect Publishing, the new thing is this. How does your book impact the world? Because if you're not impacting the world with your book or your message or your life, you're missing out on why you're here. And we're going to leave it at that because that's the great place to pick up. Is that correct? Perfect. <laughs> All right. Andrea, if you please uh, take us out with the lovely sponsors. Yes, the Umbrella Syndicate, the Red Carpet Connection, Amplifluence, Perfect Publishing, Voice America Influencers Channel, MenFashion.com, MyMakeupLady.com, and please love on www.TheKeepSmilingMovement.org. We save lives with smiles by creating a dose of hope to be resilient no matter the challenge, and we'll be back after these messages. sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. 
The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. Connect with us, and we'll connect with you. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on LinkedIn. Get the first word about happenings with the network, where our next live event will be, and what's up with our hosts. Look up Voice America on LinkedIn. We don't follow. We lead. Join us. The Voice America Influencers Channel. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at umbrellasyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. All righty, all righty. That was a very quick first segment, and the second segment will be equally fast, and we're going to digress for a second uh we're gonna first talk about the hook of why we're back because there's something called are you living with purpose and i've heard dr mancini that 75 percent of people are wandering through life and they don't actually know why they're here there's no if you ask them what their purpose is they're like i'm not exactly sure what you mean or why i need to know that so the evolution of purpose to impact i think potentially and you're going to correct me because you've been studying this a lot longer than i have but what value you bring into life and the more value you bring to life, probably the more impact you bring to life, the more impact you bring to life, the more abundance you create for not just you, but for the people that you impact. And so that's called the reward or the karma effect, I think, of what impact is. So educate me on what I might have missed. And also, is there another level beyond impact? I love that. So, you know, during the pandemic, I interviewed some of the most influential people in the world. And I realized that there were three things that influential people measure money, time, and impact. Those are the three things that actually determine how effective we're being in the way we live our lives. So when it comes to living, uh, I believe living is pretty much what somebody's understanding is of spending their time in 24 hours. How many hours do I sleep? What do I do during that awakened time, etc. That's called living. The challenge with living is that it's missing the next level, which is purpose. So purpose is what actually gives you clarity as to what are the behaviors that you should be living in order to achieve what it is that you want to achieve in your purpose. So call it like intentional living. That's what a purpose is. A purpose is when you have clarity that this is my mission, this is my purpose, this is what I'm born to do, this is what's driving me every day, this is why I'm doing it, etc. That's what a purpose is. But then a purpose 
without the next level, which is called impact, is a limited uh, purpose because a purpose without the impact and the way that I define impact is when you bring value to someone else other than yourself. So you can be very purposely and not have any effectiveness in the world, or you can live, live very purposely and have tremendous impact in the world because you are very clear as to how to be effective in your impact. Now, mediums are created to have greater impact. You know, for me, I write books, I public speak, I have podcasts, I have television shows. Those are all mediums that I utilize to have a bigger reach. But I have to be very clear as to what is the value that I'm conveying in those mediums in order to be effective and in order to also be sustainable over a long period of time. So to me, it's important for people to recognize that there's a hierarchy. And no matter where you find yourself, understand that regardless of how you're living, once you identify your purpose, you're going to now define and clarify those activities that are going to take your days in order to achieve that purpose. And then once you add the next element of impact, now you recognize why that is so important because it only makes a difference when it's in somebody else's life, not only in your life. But what we learn is that the more you impact the world, the more that your life gets impacted. And that's where abundance of not only money, but relationships and environments that are very um, powerful or positions of power, all of that comes from you being able to have impact in somebody else's life. So that was uh, like doctorate level and also extremely simplified. Okay, so you, you explained it beautifully. But for our audience, um, let's go a little deeper with that impact, like what you actually do to move the needle or an impact. I'm going to throw two words at you, and I'd like you to implement them in yeah. to how someone would have more impact. So two words are ROI and value. Okay. So the return on investment is when somebody has an exchange. I give you X amount of money or time. You give me X in return. So the formula that I have learned in return of value is you must have at least three times the value that somebody gives you. So if they give you uh, X amount of money, then you want to make sure that within a time frame that is agreed upon, that person should have three times the return of that value. So that way they feel compelled to do it again. And again, I give you an example. So, you know, I have a group of CEOs that I mentor. And one of them, I remember, uh, called me one time because one of my values is that I send an email blast to my database. And his ticket item is $40,000. So I sent an email out to my database and he made you go through a two-hour webinar before he could consider getting on a call for you to be a client of his, which I told him is ridiculous. Nobody has two hours anymore. But at that time, that's what it was. So out of 50,000 emails, he had about 2,500 people that actually listened to the webinar out of the, I mean, I clicked on the link. Out of the ones that clicked on the link, 487 watched the webinar. And out of the 487, he had nine people signed up and paid $40,000. That was one email. He says, Fab, I will do this every month because the return on your value was more than three times. It was extravagant of what he got in return. 
So that's the first one. And the other one is value, right? Did that make sense for you as far as yes, the return? Yes, it did. Okay. Totally. Now the value, this is where most people make a mistake. I can determine what the value is for you, but that's not as effective as me understanding what is the value that you're looking from me. So you have to be a good listener when you're talking to somebody. Now, I'm a doctor, right? And I'm a, you know, uh, entrepreneur and I am a, you know, I do a lot of things, but I, let's say I'm a doctor and you come to me because you want me to create more health in your life. Now, for me, I can assume, okay, if you do this, this and that, you're going to be healthier. But what if I change that and say, you know, Ken, what is it that you want out of health? What is the area of your life that you're really looking for becoming healthier? I'll give you an example. One of my clients recently sold his company for $2.2 billion. But he hired me because he can't make love to his wife because of a challenge of surgeries that were done of an issue that he had. And no one exposed him to the holistic realm of how to regenerate uh, their, his body. So within four weeks, I connected him with the right sources, which we were able to reverse what the damage was. And he was able to attain the reason why he hired me. Now, I would have never guessed that. I thought he wanted to lose weight, lower his blood pressure, maybe reduce his cholesterol, maybe be able to be happier in his mindset. But no, all he wanted was that one thing. If you can help me achieve this, doesn't matter what it costs. Just tell me what I need to do. So hmm. when we exchange value, let's make sure that we are identifying what is truly important to the person in front of us and then over deliver on that. Always over deliver on that. And then you'll have a customer for life. What's the question you ask the customer? The question that I ask is, why do you want to be healthy? What is it hmm. that you're looking for? I can assume all these other things, but until you truly ask and get them into a vulnerable position where they can truly tell you, you know, I have had clients of mine that were being abused by their husbands and they come to me because they feel a level of trust. They never share that with anybody else. But until I really listen is when people can truly learn that, you know what, he really cares. You know, he really cares about me. He's not interested in going through the motions. He's not interested in just giving me whatever recipe he's using for everybody else. Learn to treat your customers as individuals. And when you do that, now you can really identify what is the true value that they're looking for. And then, of course, give them more than they expect. And you'll always have them around. And, and the thing is, it doesn't actually necessarily take more time. It takes better listening. Being effective. It's not yes. being busy. And also remember, people don't have time. People don't have time, right? There's a, there's a lot of people out there that tell you they want to lose weight, but I don't have the time to go to the gym. I don't have the time to prepare my meals. I don't have the time to be able to, uh, you know, make time uh, for the healthy things that would allow me to lose weight, right? But what if I can change that? What if I can show you a 10-minute workout that is better than a 60-minute on a treadmill? What if I right. can show you how through intermittent fasting, you can actually have one meal a day that is more effective than having four meals a day of the wrong foods? You know, you see, so yeah, you have to and get also, creative. 
And, and I think that your use of language is the way that 75% speak that don't know their purpose. And it's, I can't, instead of, I don't choose. I don't right. choose to eat better. Because if you tell me that I'm going to make $10,000 more a day, I'm going to live 20 or 30 years longer, I choose it because that's important. So uh, I think there's an interesting aspect on the impact and the value. You said three times the value. I want to throw this at you as a, an esteemed learner that I think there's a point when it goes from three, maybe it's four, maybe it's 10. I don't know what it is, but that you create that person to be an ambassador of you because yeah. they can't stop talking about you. Like for instance, Chick-fil-A or Costco, they never make it hard for you to do business. They always care about doing the yeah. business right. So I think that's a, an important part. And your events that you do, you invited me to an event and I wanted to come clean with you on this show is you invited me as a friend and I'm, it's so rare as a professional photographer that I get invited as a friend. It's usually, Hey, can you also shoot some pictures? And you never asked. And just like, you're always so classy. You never asked me to buy your product, nothing. And I had two other events that were conflicting. I really had a difficult time, but I didn't communicate effectively with you that I couldn't make it. And I wanted to say to you, your events are considered the magic spot yeah. where all these beautiful epiphanies happen. And I felt bad that I missed Miami because I felt like I lost a chance with the Phoenix one. So I just want to say on the air, your events are important. Please invite me. Please allow me to witness and share and also benefit, of course, and my son benefit indirectly through me uh, because you bring people that just want to be next to you because of what you're sharing. Well, there's two components to it. Number one is, uh, on the first day is an event that you have to pay $7,500 to attend. And it's a mastermind with some of the most influential people you'll ever met. And then on Friday and Saturday, they pay $1,500 to attend. And it's the more, uh, but it's 100. So it's 40 and 100. And I keep it to that level. And what I realized is that, yes, I bring you some of the biggest names in the world to be your speakers, but more importantly than that is the relationships that are cultivated in that room because you have multi-billionaires, multi-millionaires, leaders of industry, celebrities, influencers. So they all come together and they all feel like they, they can't wait to learn from one another. In fact, right. when I did my survey out of Miami, I just came back and I'm reading all the surveys and one of them said to me, you don't have to bring us the big names anymore. Just why don't you give everybody in that room five minutes to speak and that will be worth everything. <laughs> it's, it's, so you can think about, you know, yeah. most people are like, wow. So this is what I've learned. When you are in a room that vibrates at a high level, and I learned this from Tony Robbins 27 years ago. Tony said that when he was wanting to be a millionaire, he surrounded himself with millionaires. And when he started wanting to be a billionaire, he started surrounding himself with billionaire. And this is the, the science behind it. We vibrate at the level that we surround ourselves in our environment. In science, that's called epigenetics, right? So right. it's important for you to surround yourself with people that are vibrating at a higher level of abundance, at a higher level of uh, contribution, impact, at a higher level of success, at a higher level of happiness and inner peace, etc. So what I am attempting to do for the last six years is to put a room that is the highest vibrating people that you can possibly get in a room, and that keeps attracting those levels of people 
And that's why I get so excited because I, I don't know how I do it, but it seems like they tell me every time you top it, you made it better than the last one. And the thing is that I never release an agenda. I never let right. them know who's coming. They don't come there because of who they're going to meet. They come there because they trust me that I'm going to put mm -hmm. them in front of people that their lives will change. I'll give you one example. This person has a lab out of Canada. They're the leading labs, uh, DNA labs in Canada. They want to move to the United States. So they hire me to help them in that process. I said, okay, in, my, in, my, in that room is going to be one person that has had 14 billion dollar exits, 14. So he's one of my clients too. So they meet and I said, you guys need to have lunch together. By the end of the meeting, he had offered in the thirties of millions to buy his company. And when he called me, he said, what do you think I should do? And I said, well, if he offer you 30, it's probably worth a hundred. So I say, no, but find something that you can offer him and get five or 6 million, but keep your company. You're just yeah. getting started. This company is going to be worth 500 million, not 100 million or 30 million. And that's what he did. So within one yeah. meeting, one exchange, it was $5 million. And they, it was like, he doesn't know how to thank me. But you just never know what's going to happen when you put high level people in a room. And that's what I'm attempting in doing every time we get together. We get together three times a year, West, Central, and East. Uh, and only the people that are part of that group are the ones that actually get to come. When's the next event? Are you allowed to say? The what? When's the next event? So it's going to be in Carlsbad, San Diego, uh, on January 24, 25, 26, that weekend. Great. Yeah. Um, I have two questions before we go to rapid yeah. fire. So this is going to be a little bit like a rapid fire question. Yeah. yeah. Your products. Um, what is the most important? I know you have a love for all your products. So you wouldn't do them, but yeah. what is the product that could make the biggest difference in your health impact? And why is that? You know, it's a, there's a product called healthy energy. And what I wanted to do is I have a mission to eradicate sodas, coffee, and energy drinks because they have too much sugar, which is the biggest foundation for inflammation. This has over 30 superfoods that give you more energy than any sugar that you can have but it's actually helping your body heal and transform. So I have usually two of these a day. Sometimes I have three. This is probably the most changing product that you'll ever have. I'll get me some. All right. <laughs> Next thing is you're a doctor and you weren't. And when you weren't, you had to make a choice because that epiphany you had after that of you needed to help people with uh, health. Yeah. You had too much money and you just want to throw it into college, right? You had so much money, right? Okay, I'm kidding. You didn't have enough money to go to college. So what did you do? <laughs> as far as my health? Oh, I know your car. Oh, my car? Yeah, remember? You told the story about your car and oh, that you had to go to college. Well, what a lot of times, there was a lesson that I never really understood until I had to go through an experience that made me learn it. When I was in college, my parents had paid for my undergraduate degree. I was a good student. But then when I decided to become a doctor of chiropractic, uh, my parents made a bad investment. And my dad said, instead of going to chiropractic school, why don't you come home for a couple of years, go to the University of Miami, get some of your classes done, and then you can go back. And that's when I looked at all my worldly possessions at that time, which I was 20 years old, uh, 21 years old. 
And uh, I saw that my parents had given me a car for my graduation. It was worth $16,000, Blue Book value. And I decided that I was going to make an investment of myself. I was going to sell that car and pay for the school because I did not qualify for financial aid for the first two trimesters. So I sold my car, took the check to the financial aid office. It paid for the two trimesters. My roommate Tim's father was so touched by what I did that he told Tim, tell Fab that we'll pay for the apartment. He doesn't have to worry about that. And then my parents sent me enough money to pay for groceries and essentials. And then after my uh, six month uh, of, uh, no, it was uh, four, four, eight months, then I was able to receive my financial aid check. And what I learned was this, that when you invest in you, there is no greater investment because I could have chosen not to follow my path, which I was certain I wanted to be a doctor of chiropractic instead of being a neurosurgeon. If I would have delayed that, if I would have waited, I could have been deterred. I could have gotten distracted. I could have fallen in love in Miami. I could have, uh, you know, decided at the University of Miami, I was going to be something else, you know, go back to medicine. No, I decided to follow my purpose and I invested all I had, all I had in me. And that's where a lot of people are not willing to do that. So to me, if your purpose is clear enough, you should be willing to say, I'm the greatest investment and I'm going to invest everything I got on me. But my suggestion is don't do that unless you're very clear on your purpose, because then you'll spend that money and you'll never do anything with whatever you invested in. And then your life will never change. So the TED talk of this dose of hope is exactly what you just said. It's how do you, how much do you love yourself that you'll give yourself what you deserve to be a person you love that is the gift to the world. So you get a gift of purpose. So, and, also and the bigger the gift. Of- don't allow somebody else to determine what that is either. My parents right. meant the, the best for me. They wanted me to be comfortable. They wanted me to go back home. They wanted me to be with them, surrounded by love. Instead of going to a school on financial aid and borrow money, you know, they didn't want that for me. They felt like they should have want, they should have, or they wanted to support my education and continue to do that. To me, well, I was Fab- already grateful that they had supported me up to that point because how many people really get their parents to support them anymore in their educational process? Very few. But what 100%. I had to realize is that my level of certainty in what I wanted to become had to be greater than any challenge or circumstance that I was facing. And when that comes across, then you will, dis- you will go through whatever challenge and problem because your certainty will not deviate you from your purpose. And that's what Amen. I learned the hard way. Well, we have uh, two or three questions. Um, yeah. These questions are asked in the chapter that you can read in Dr. Fab's Dose of Hope. Yeah. So question number one, what book changed your life? One of my most influential books, it was called uh, uh, it's, uh, oh, I can't believe, uh, it just escaped me. Uh, cause they, there are three of them. Uh, I want to say it's a wonderful life, but that's the movie. Uh, but it's, uh, well, who's the author, do you know, uh, James Stovall and, yeah. uh, they made a movie out of it too, but that movie, uh, really depicts the 10 basic foundations for you to live uh, your ultimate life. Uh, I think it's called your ultimate life. 
Okay. But it really changed my life because it clarified for me what are the steps I needed to take in order to live my ultimate life. And uh, it was very life changing. The ultimate gift. The, the ultimate, ultimate gift. gift. Yes, Sorry, the I remember that. Gift. That was thank you. And for that, that was a nice Christian movie. That was a beautiful yeah. Christian movie. Beautiful actually. movie. And I think James Garner played the father, if I remember. Yes, he did. Yes. So uh, these are going to be very, very fast because we yeah. have one more okay. minute. Very, very fast. What quote do you live by? Uh, you can't solve the problems of today with the same level of created that uh, created them. Albert okay. Einstein. Thank you. Uh, who is your hero? I would say Jesus. That's the only person I ever consider who, a hero. Who would you like to meet you haven't met that's living? That's the only person. You want to meet know? Jesus? Yeah. But uh, who, who have you not met that you want to meet? Uh, I was in the process of meeting Mother, Mother Teresa two weeks before she passed away. Wow. I mean, two weeks after she passed away, so I didn't get to meet her. I would have loved to spend some quality time with her. Uh, but other than that, I can't think of anybody. Okay, last question, Andre. Uh, what's the song that you play to get you jazzed up and moving? I'm sorry, what was that? What was the song that you what play song? to get you going? Oh, what's the song? Uh, oh my God, there's so many songs out there. I would say, uh, wow, I'm terrible with names of songs. Uh, well, well, we'll put that as a link. Do you have an inspiring movie you'd like to share that you love? You know, uh, Wow, I'm terrible with names today. Well, you answered them all in the book, so I'll just say yeah. they're all there in the book. So we'll give them in the book. So, yeah. Dr. Mancini, Dr. Fab, yeah. uh, you are um, you're a gift to the world. Uh, you are such a friend uh, that I'm so blessed to have. And thank you so much for sharing and amplifying goodness into this show, into the life. Uh, truly an honor to know you. And I'm so glad you got to spend an hour with us. Thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you. So, Dr. Andrea, if you'll just give a little excerpt of some of the sponsors, Thank you please. to the Umbrella Syndicate, the Red Carpet Connection, Ample Fluence, Perfect Publishing, MenFashion.com, MyMakeupLady.com, Voice America Influencers Channel, and please love on www.thekeepsmilingmovement.org. We save lives with smiles by creating a dose of hope to be resilient no matter the challenge. So this is Dr. Smiley and Dr. Fab has been with us for an hour showing that there are people in the world you don't know that are making a big difference in the world, impacting the world with their purpose and understanding that they don't need to make it about them to make a difference. It's about you when you actually connect it with your purpose. So if you know someone like Dr. Fab, connect them to him, tell them about his amazing event coming up and uh, next year in January. And we look forward to many, many more experience with Dr. Fab. This is Ken Rashawn. Dr. Smiley, have a very amplified week. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashan again next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go get your message heard.